I think I'm, I want to, I don't know, it's just something, me even saying that out loud, I just felt so happy because I feel mm. like during that time, yes, I was focused on myself, but part of me, I feel like was getting anxious even saying that, like, I don't want to date, I don't want to do this, because it's like I'm already like building up this like unnecessary anxiety and like hype, hype like, or not even hype, but just like pushing it away, like pushing love away when it's like, I know that's not me. Yeah. I know that my heart really desires to be married and to find my like my person and everything. So like, why am I telling myself I don't want that when I do want that? So like, my heart was like doing this like tug of war, and I know it's because of everything I've been through and like going through like betrayal trauma and all of that is hard. So it's like part of me was that's obviously like my trauma response to that, mm -hmm. but then also being like, you know what? Like, I really want to welcome that in because me saying that, I felt for some reason like a lot better. Hi, my name is Chanel. Hi, everyone. My name is Ashley. Welcome to Soothing Her, the podcast, a transformative journey through the art of healing. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be tackling the many facets of healing, the power of resilience, sharing personal stories, and welcoming expert insights. Truly, this is Soothing Her, the podcast. This is Soothing Her. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode and week on Soothing Her, the podcast. I'm your co-host Ashley Orgiaco and I'm here with my girl Chanel. Hi Soothing Her community, this is your co-host Chanel Jubik. Thank you for joining us on another episode. Yes, and just happy to have her back because this girl <laughs> was out of town for uh, how long? <laughs> a month and a half. It's so good to be back home with you guys and... Back in San Diego, I missed home for sure, but the holiday season, you know, being all here, visiting friends, spending time with love was necessary. It was good. And self, of course, was needed. It was good. Okay. Well, speaking of love, welcome everyone. We are in a new month as well. We're in the month of February. As you know, not only is it Black History Month, you know, shout out to us all black people african Ooh, descent black people oh and the, another voice you all hear is we have a, a great episode tonight too today we're doing things a little bit different so of course welcoming the new month of february black history month we're also going to be talking about how we do love in 2024 as a nice intro to the month of february because it's also the month of love you know and also on this episode, y'all, we have our first guest. We have Ifi Ainifuna. What's going on? Hi, everyone. <laughs> My name is Ifi, and I'm excited to be on this podcast, Soothing Her. Let's go. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm excited. This is a new groundbreaking journey. Our first guest, and I'm just excited for the conversation. I'm yeah. excited for it. So excited for this girl talk. Yes. Yeah. absolutely yes yeah. so this episode everyone is titled we're calling it a date night and girl talk and more importantly how we are doing love in 2024 we got our nice you made a nice little dinner. We got our grilled cheese sandwiches made by the infamous <laughs> me. <laughs> the grilled cheese connoisseur. 
here. Anyone that knows me knows that I have loved grilled cheese sandwiches since I was a kid. Um, <laughs> and people say it's like an East Coast thing. If anyone from the East Coast is listening and they know that they love grilled cheese sandwiches, like I think it's an all coast thing. So, <laughs> so I just it is wherever. So we're just relaxing and eating some grilled dinner with some wine and fruit and cheese and crackers and all just having a good old time. Girl dinner. Yes. So we want to kick it off this episode by just talking about, you know, like what does love mean to you all? What does it mean? Well, how about guests go first? The honors. Okay, <laughs> we do the honors, Ify. All right, this is deep. <laughs> deep. What does love mean to me? So I think love comes in many forms. You know, there's platonic love, there's romantic love, agape. And I think that love is just, the feeling that you have for another person or another being um, that is just really strong above yourself and that you love them like you would love yourself. Yeah. Let's take that and run with it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I got deeper. I know. Right? Because, yeah, love is just so all-encompassing. You have to be able to know what it is, what it looks like what you've been given and how to receive it and give it also to yourself. So mm -hmm. it's just that profound boundary of learning empathy and support and grace and clearly giving that self-love back into that circle. But knowing that if you're receiving, it's good to kind of give that back to in the way that you've gotten it. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, I think love is such a strong word. And I just feel like if we learn to lead in love, Man, I just feel like the world would just be a better place. Yeah. That's just my like rainbow unicorn answer. Yes. But it is. It's just like when you when when you lead and you're doing life in love, like you just have this like selfless feeling towards other people where you just genuinely care for them. Mm -hmm. regardless of whether they're your enemy, whether they're your friends, whether they're your romantic partner, whether they're your coworker, your boss, like whatever, just and any stranger you just meet in the, like out in life, like you, you just, love it will show. if you, yeah, if you have love, it will show because it's just, to me, it's just like a genuine care for, for someone like a selfless care. Like you're just willing to just give, you're willing to, help them you're willing to just be yourself around them like it's just a warm i think of it as it's just like a warm feeling that this energy the that you just fuzzies. yeah like the warm fuzzies that you just like have and you're just embracing and it's just like this energy that's just coming from you like when people are around you they feel it mm -hmm. they feel welcome they feel important yeah they feel valued they feel that they are yeah they are worth it I like mm -hmm. that, yeah. A force of, I could add on that, like a force of selflessness mm -hmm. and joy that you just cannot describe. Mm -hmm. It's just makes you do the right thing and behave the right way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, love. <laughs> how do you, so like with that, like with love, how, how do you all feel like you show that in your relationships now or like what is it about now that we're entering into this like month of February like what does it mean to you like now telling people I love them I think like I have felt it but I have felt so vulnerable with saying it it's like what are they going to think if I just threw it out there like I love you just randomly but being 33 that means that I have had years of 
giving my trust to people in various circumstances and relationships and if it means and whether it's platonic, whether it's romantic, it's the family relationship. And with that trust, it has built that comfort of, I really love that person. Mm -hmm. I really, no matter what has happened in our life, the boundaries, the situations that has transcended our relationships, like I really love that person. And it's, your life is short, so just embracing the fact that I want to say it and I want them to understand that they mean a lot to me in, in, in my life. So going into this new season is really letting the people in my life know that you mean a lot to me. I really like you. I love you. I want to, I want to, yeah, love you too. <laughs> yes, yes. I feel like oh. I'm more focused, even though maybe this might sound a little selfish, but I feel like I'm focusing more on like self-love this month. Um, yeah, just because... You know, I feel like in instances, I have not shown myself as much love that I should have or not seen, um, like, my self-worth. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to kind of build up and understand myself. And I think that's what I'm focusing on a little bit yeah. more this month. That's all part of love. Absolutely. And sometimes you have to start somewhere. We're, I'm still on that path to loving myself. But then I feel when you don't let the people in your circle kind of know that you really like them, it's kind of hard to get the same energy back from them, especially, oh, no, you know, so. But loving yourself is priority too. I really like that. Yeah. And also telling everyone that I'm focusing on self-love <laughs> and <laughs> asking their advice just, as yeah. well. Okay. I just realized too, we're talking about self-love, but Ify, can you give us just a little bit of background on you and like, oh. what is, <laughs> you said mention like self-love, like tell us about yourself, girl. Oh gosh, where do I start? So I was born in, no, <laughs> um, yeah, I think right now, so I guess in this self-love journey about myself is I was in a long-term relationship for six years and that was a big chunk of my life and in there I gave a lot of love to my partner and my friends and my family of course and my friends you know in turn when that relationship ended you know really showed love to me and showed that they're there for me as well as my family and so now I feel like it's a new era of okay, I don't have that partner to also give love to. I'll continue giving love to my friends and my family. So now I'm kind of in a stage of life where I'm on my own. I've, you know, moved into a new place. I'm in my career and job, and now I'm just on this journey too. Yeah. What is your career? What are you doing I work as a manager in biotech. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> for a bioinformatics team. Yeah. Fantastic. What is bioinformatics? What is bioinformatics? <laughs> what is bioinformatics? <laughs> Think about it as a mixture of computer science and biology. Nice. And so when you were in, in this like long distance relationship, like how old were you then? Did you have like a did you feel like you had a good sense of like what love meant to you going into that and how old were you at that time oh when did we start i think i got into the relationship at 22 okay. so okay. six years and then added up now i'm yeah. 29 and, <laughs> um yeah i mean 
it was my first relationship, so yeah, I definitely don't think I knew as much about myself going in or had the as deep of a concept of love, but mm-hmm. I did love him, you know, like mm-hmm. as much as I could love and as much as I understood love, there was definitely love there. And um, I think that love is still valid, even if it ends, I still have now more of a platonic love for that person, you know, love for the memories, love for life, honestly. I respect that so much. Oh my God, (laughs) knowledge being dropped here. (laughs) So clearly that relationship ended. Why do you think, and not all the details, but why do you think the relationship ended after that six years? Were you just in a different transformative mindset? You were growing differently. You wanted something different. As that love transformed, your perspective and your expectations changed. What happened, would you say, that that ended? I think, you know, again, since it was my first relationship, sometimes I'd ask people, you know, how does... How did you break up? You know, what what does it mean to break up? Because I haven't broken up with anybody before. And, you know, in those questions, sometimes people would say, we grew apart. You know, we wanted different things. Um, You know, the bad one, they cheated. (laughs) And I was like, okay, well, that one's, you know, better not happen to me. But in my case, it is the cliche. I feel like we were growing apart. You know, we were growing up and I started wanting different things. I started wanting a different life for myself. I started noticing incompatibilities in the things that I wanted versus what my partner wanted and you know starting in college you know you kind of were in that bubble where you guys had the same things he was actually in my same major bioengineering bioinformatics so we had all that in common we had growing up in California in common we had a lot of things being in the same age and going through post-college in common but then after once that faded after you know kind of around COVID when things started to get more real, you started to realize, oh, there are some incompatibilities where if you think 10, 20 years in the future, you know, being serious with this person, I don't necessarily think that we're gonna be completely happy with that. And that comes through communication or lack of communication Mm -hmm. where you can kind of figure out those flaws and, and, you know, kind of have to pull the trigger, even though it's hard. it can be hard, very hard to break up with someone. It's it's like a yeah. part of you that you're letting go, that you're killing off. And yeah. I mean, having spent six years with somebody, that is not a part of you, essentially. Mm-hmm. So that can be really hard. But it takes strength to know what you want. And we've mentioned a lot on the podcast, setting those boundaries, whether it is personal, romantic, whatever kind of relationship that is in and understanding what you want and what you're willing to sacrifice for it, whether it is a love that you're willing to let go mm-hmm. and start over again, no matter how painful it can be. So mm-hmm. that requires a lot of strength. Yep, it was yeah. a painful time. I used to ignorantly think like, the person who does the breaking up, you know, they're fine yeah. because they, I mean, if they weren't fine, then they yeah. wouldn't choose to break up. But that was ignorant until mm. I, I mean, not because up. you, as you said, it, not because you break up with someone doesn't mean that you don't love them. It's just exactly. you're recognizing that you guys are a different path mm-hmm. in your life and your journeys do not align anymore and you are willing to let that relationship go. But not entirely, you don't love that person. You love exactly. them to let them go because... For them in like, to be happy as well. Exactly. You know? When you look at in the forefront of what your relationship would be like in, 20, in 10, 20, 30 years and you built a family, you've established a home and mm-hmm. you have a community around you and you're not happy, that means that probably that partner is not happy and mm-hmm. that pain. So the breakup, 
years before is just avoiding all of that from happening yeah. and creating like a generational pain that yeah. your kids will be affected by possibly yeah, pretty much yeah and i think there's like as you mentioned chanel too the strength of and also the amount of self the sense of self that you do have when you come to that realization that you guys are growing apart and versus you you know settling or staying in the relationship just for the sole purpose of like staying in the relationship you know you mentioned like you met him at like 22 and then now you're like 29 and as you're we're all getting closer to our, like our 30s and everything it's like that you know we start feeling anxious like oh like you know we expect we would have all these things by this time like married kids being rich house all that stuff by this age and so i think that's very very commendable for you to like recognize that like no matter what like this is what you want in life and recognizing that you and this person are just not going down the same path and who knows you know maybe this was just like a time to be apart and who knows what the future may hold and the future may bring you both back together again you, you never know but just the simple strength um it takes a lot of women to like recognize that i think is definitely worth saying yeah Thank you. <laughs> you are on a journey of self-love right now, yes. tagging right back onto Ash just said. As you go in that personal discovery space, if you were to find yourself back to that previous love, would uh -huh. you go back to that relationship? It would have to be different. It, I don't think it would be that exact relationship because yeah. there was a reason why I left that relationship. For sure, absolutely. So it would have to look different there's so many qualities that i liked in that person that i'm still looking for in another person but there were major qualities that i you know yeah. wanted to change and some of those qualities like for example one semi superficial one i guess is like that person i found out later on they didn't really like to travel you know didn't realize how much of a deal breaker yeah. that was for me because <laughs> i'm over here like i work to travel yeah. the world so when i found that out i was like there's nothing wrong with you, but that we're not going to be happy because yeah. I'm going to be spending all my money on travel. <laughs> and I kind of was at a point traveling a lot with friends and not with my partner. Yeah. And that was also me getting to see like, I don't, I would like to travel with my partner. I would like to travel with a person who's as excited to go out as me. So I, for those reasons, for inherent reasons that I don't necessarily think that it's not, as much of a growing thing it's like that person realizing and growing to feel like what they like and then what me realizing and growing to see what i like and it just not aligning yeah. and i don't necessarily think those things would change so i doubt could, <laughs> things like that could change yeah. so i doubt we would get back together but i've kind of settled it and had peace in my heart but then like ashley says you never know right you know? Yeah. trying to be open but right now i'm trying to date for the first time because i've never dated before <laughs> it was my first relationship so mm -hmm. that that's been fun and uh slightly traumatic but okay, so <laughs> <laughs> right, well, speaking of dating so how are we how on the part that we're doing love we are showing love to ourselves this month by opening ourselves back up to love again right yes oh so how's that been going a couple months to get back out there yeah of course we did some healing work yes, and took like some time to <laughs> yeah i mean hey whatever i feel like as you mentioned like healing looks different for everybody mm -hmm. you know like there really isn't a timeline when it comes to ending a relationship 
um, just depending on the significance of how it ended, of course, and like what they say, like, oh, maybe you should take some time to like really heal and take a step back to just yeah. process the nature of your relationship, process who you were in that relationship and why you are attracted to that person or, mm-hmm. you know, if there's anything like toxic or negative about it, like what was it about yourself that... Yeah. Um, not only just attracted them, but allowed it to continue for so long, Mm -hmm. you know? So now that we are opening ourselves back up to love again, what does that look like? Yeah. Looks like hinge. (laughs) 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 Looks like like hinge. What does... Okay. Tell us about hinge. What's hinge going on? Do you really want to talk about hinge? In the general landscape of what that looks like, what does hinge looks like? What does hinge? The app you're supposed to delete. The app, yeah, the app you're supposed to delete. That, uh, yeah. We're in the dating app route. Okay. Yes. So, I mean, I have no qualms with meeting someone in real life, but um, I'm kind of. I learned about myself. I most of my friends would not consider me a shy person, but I definitely learned that when it comes to dating and Anyone I think is cute, I turn into shy, quiet girl. Oh, right now I'm loud. I turn into, I turn into, hi. <laughs> and it's really, why do you think that happened? Is it just nervousness? You want to impress the person? i still trying to figure that out. And then, you know, maybe it's self-love. I don't know. I don't have enough confidence in that flirtatious, vib- vibrant side of myself to show it. I can show it if I'm not interested in the guy and if we're just friends, but as soon as I think they're cute, I I go, I don't know, maybe I overthink. So that's part of this self-love journey. I'm trying to sit with myself and uh, read books and yeah. doubt, you know, kind of just, yeah, how I act, how I come across. But yeah, with Hinge, back to Hinge, um, it's been fun. I'm trying to have fun with it, but I think what i learned from it is that coming from such a long-term relationship and jumping into a dating app one of the first i guess first and only situationships that i found myself into i definitely was expecting more i was expecting uh some long-term treatment yeah. after like a month <laughs> I, think I, scared, I think i scared the guy away. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what it shouldn't have if he yeah. was intending to do right with his intentions of being on the app that should not have scared him away because if you are serious the app matches you with i've been on hinge the app matches (laughs) you (laughs) 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 oh my goodness yes (laughs) i dropped there okay out of the confession on both um if the person is honest you know they can let you know that well back the app matches you with somebody that they feel is compatible to what you're looking for they're serious they're honest they have integrity yeah what i asked out everyone who said figure out my dating goals right? and he said long term yeah, exactly so it's you know they want it. but then somebody <laughs> somebody was not being honest and he clearly had the different intentions because if somebody meets you and they like you and you are the person that they want to pursue a month is enough time for them to recognize the value that you add to their life and how they want to continue pursuing dating you so it didn't work out because 
it wasn't meant to work out. You're back learning and all mm -hmm. that is part of your journey to self-love because all of those little different nuances and experiences with different individuals is just teaching you how to show up differently, how yeah. to have different expectations and yeah. interactions with relationships because it can be tricky as you said like you turn into somebody so different than when you're with your friends and you mm -hmm. don't like somebody but the moment there is somebody that you like is like hi yeah it's, or you, you forget anxious. everything and you're not the only one girl like the, i think that's it's one of the things that is so that just symbol symbolizes your strength because not many people want to do that mm. not many people want to get out of their comfort zone like coming from like a long distance long-term relationship and like you know, taking your time to like process and like take, do you know, have your you, me time and then figuring out like, okay, like I want to go on this self-love journey and I want to go and step out of my, my comfort zone and like get on a dating app or just opening yourself back up to love again and just like seeing how you are. Like, it's so uncomfortable. Like you just said, yeah. like, you know, you, you think you're good and then all of a sudden... I had sleepless nights. There you go. <laughs> I had you at 5 a.m. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, Oh God! Yeah, oh yeah, I remember sleep. that. <laughs> yeah, actually, like, literally, I can't sleep. I don't know what's going on with this guy. I'm gonna go for a hike. It was actually really awesome. Mm -hmm. But learn a lot about myself. Yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna actually I'm gonna take you a little bit back. So learning a little bit about yourself. Clearly, you're still. Do you wanna go into a little more detail about your journey to self love? Yes. <laughs> the floor is I yours. Thinking. Yeah. Tell us your thoughts. What are yeah. you thinking? So I learned, I guess one of the first things I learned is that I have a slightly anxious attachment style. And why I say slightly is because I feel like I oscillate between anxious and secure, where one moment I'm feeling secure and confident in myself and my relationship to others and my relationship, I guess, in this part to men. But then I go to anxious and overthinking and people pleasing. And so with learning that about myself, I started listening to podcasts um, like yours and like other podcasts. And they have really kind of just been teaching me about, you know, just the avenues of how to kind of calm down your nervous system and to not overthink and to not, you know, try to feel stressed basically like de-stressing techniques like um like Ashley mentioned in our last episode listening to lo-fi and like <laughs> you know just taking deep breaths going on walks maybe not a 5 a.m hike but like yeah. <laughs> you know going on walks I started exercising more just focusing on different things I was already focusing on after the relationship building more of my connection to my friends and my family but kind of amp that up a lot more and <laughs> hanging out with friends a lot more, just making sure that those connections are there and stronger than ever, finding out things that I really love and also trying new things. Like I started kickboxing, tried a pole dancing class. <laughs> I've been doing a lot. And just having fun with life a lot more. And I feel like that's just, you know, helping me to just, I don't know, love life, love myself, love everything. So I'm going on a solo date tomorrow, actually. First first solo date, which, you know, oh some my people gosh. tease that it's like, yeah. that's just treating yourself. But How did that come about? I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so where and are I you? And I was like, I want to try that. Where are you taking yourself? 
I am gonna dress up super cute and I'm taking myself to a French cafe by the beach and I'm gonna read a book and you know judge everyone else who's not reading. No, that's <laughs> that is not what self-love is about. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I know, I know. I think Jordan knows that really like to people watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. I, I'm, I'm teasing. But somebody might be inspired it's by out of exactly character what for you're me, doing. So that's why right. I'm like, I'm like, And that's what, exactly why she? you should do it. Yeah. Who I'm, is she? She's I'm, going to read. <laughs> by the I beach. am so proud of you. Yeah. No. This is because self-love is all about like the intentional practice of nurturing yourself of loving yourself mm-hmm. of being comfortable in the body that you are and yes. if you find things that you're not pleased with you find measures to kind of tackle embrace that so mm-hmm. i am proud of you girl yeah. yes mm-hmm. have a blast enjoy your quiet time <laughs> yeah. oh my god we'll give you a rating later <laughs> yes yeah you know you will be telling us so Self-love is never always easy, right, Ash? I mean, we've we've been on our back and forth. That pendulum has always swung on two different sides of, do I love me? Do I love me not? Speaking of getting welcoming love back into your life and like same, same track as Ify, you know, learning more things about myself as well. Like opening myself back up to love this, this month has been like, oh my dang, that was January. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was January. Yeah, oh, we get into January. We are swinging the pendulum around. Wow, am I gonna be in the hot seat needs, now? Needs to know that this girl, Ashley, was on her journey to self love, but she was really focusing on the self part. Yeah. She was not focusing on men or relationships like me. Yeah. Um, and you know. Then one day she has three dates. What do you do? <laughs> I was like, so so how did how did this happen? How did how did we get here? Even I, I was very curious. I know I was so surprised what you told me. Just, how, yeah. what, can I get tips? Like what what did you do? There's no tips. I literally didn't do anything. To be honest, like I'm just I don't okay, so last the first episode of going into this year I was like I'm opening myself back up to love again. I'm really excited to like just start you know, just I'm not even like actively dating. I just mm-hmm. want just welcoming the idea of if I like just being attracted to someone again. Because yeah. like like you, if I was in a long term relationship for four and a half years mm-hmm. and that ended, as you all know, really badly. Mm-hmm. But it's fine. <laughs> um, no, but it, but you know what? I took the time I needed a, over a year to really process deep therapy, EMDR. You all know my spiel and everything. Mm-hmm. So this I was just like. I think I'm, I want to, I don't know, it's just something, me even saying that out loud, I just felt so happy, because I feel Mm -hmm. like during that time, yes, I was focused on myself, but part of me, I feel like was getting anxious, even saying that, like, I don't want to date, I don't want to do this, because it's like, I'm already, like, building up this, like, unnecessary anxiety, and, like, hype, hype, like, or not even hype, but just, like, pushing it away, like, Mm -hmm. pushing love away, when it's like, I know that's not me. Yeah. I know that my heart really desires to be married and to find my like my person and everything. So like, why am I telling myself I don't want that when I do want that? So like, my heart was like doing this like tug of war, and I know it's because of everything I've been through and like going through like betrayal trauma and all of that is hard. So it's like part of me was that's obviously like my trauma response to that, mm-hmm. but then also being like, you know what? Like, I really want to welcome that in because me saying that, I felt for some reason like a lot better. Yeah. Like my anxiety like decreased for some reason. I'm just like, oh, it's like you just open the door. I opened the door. I, I cracked. And, and the men came flooding yeah. in. They came flooding in at the new year. <laughs> <laughs> it cracked and then like went back. The 
I didn't open the door. I, I cracked it. I maybe I just like they barged their way. I in. just said doop, and then <laughs> and then when just the wind just went, woof, and I was, was like, fun, okay, though. but it was oh. fun. And you know what? I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed meeting the people that I did. I wasn't expecting it to go anywhere, but just like you, if I met someone that I was like goo goo gaga over, and I'm just like, <laughs> what the heck is going on? I never <laughs> felt like this before. <laughs> Crazy. It's like a brand new world. It's it was, yes, honestly, and I felt very, wo- yeah. And honestly, I, it's a really good feeling. Love is one hell of a drug. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is a word. Um, but I just felt so warm inside, like feeling that, like I know they say butterflies are not a good thing, mm-hmm. but it really felt good to like find someone else attractive for once. Yeah, like to find, be like, get excited to like get dressed up or get excited to, like someone's like messaging you like how's your day good morning i'm like oh i haven't had that in a while that actually yeah. feels nice the good morning <laughs> that actually feels yeah. nice men who listen to the podcast take note oh my god <laughs> good morning beautiful, good morning, beautiful. <laughs> that wouldn't be bad actually okay um but it, it felt really good it felt really good so yeah. yes like january was a whole heck of a month and i'm just like okay part of me felt very overwhelmed because i'm like this is over too much overstimulus. Yeah. like this is my nervous system just like you was like freaking out like okay 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 like <laughs> crap you know and then like getting anxious like oh my god like anticipating a text or yeah. like a phone call or facetime or just like getting excited to like meet someone out and stuff so that was fun and I'm, I'm looking forward to it but like just like you like i do mention the journey of self-love like getting gaining that self-esteem gaining that confidence back like yes it felt nice but then i learned a lot about myself during that this first month too i learned i still feel very anxious as of course that's normal mm-hmm. um but also like i don't know like i just need to learn how to regulate my nervous system better yes and for some reason i don't know why like you if you also have anxious attachment style but i wouldn't call it like super needy or clingy because i just want to be my love language is quality time so like i just want to like be around people all the time and if i'm meeting someone like of course i want to be around you all the time i want to talk to you all the time like i have my own things going on too i'm not like waiting by my phone like we are too busy like like waiting for the time (laughs) no i have i got a job of a career like i got things going on but you know, like I do get, I noticed myself getting more anxious and I didn't like that. Because it's a new territory for you because yeah. I feel, and I, I don't know, it's, it's your world, but I would interpret it as you resisted it for so long. You were trying mm-hmm. to put it off for so long. I know yeah. that the floodgates were open. You knew what it felt like. You were like, this is a brand new world. This feels amazing a because you were new a new point of view for sure i mean it's so crazy like all of these different transformative journeys happening in just that space of the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and yeah. it's wild i spent january clearly gone from you ladies well this girl over here is taken so, <laughs> yeah we are on a different it's also discovery too because that was our first time long this we're in a, I'm in a long distance relationship mm-hmm. and this was our first time together for this length of time a whole wow. month and almost a month and a half so for us the intention was let's test it out and see if we really like yeah. each other and we can get along being in the same space cohabitation 
And it was great. It was beautiful. It was easy. And I don't know if it's because in the back of our mind, we knew that, okay, she's going to go back to California mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm going to have my home again. Mm-hmm. But then it also like going to Portugal was like, oh my goodness, there's another world too. And mm-hmm. I got this very sad, overwhelming feeling that I talked about it in that Where the Broken Has Go part two episode. I wanted to run again. It was almost asking for the freedom of single life mm. and trying to bring my mind back to, okay, you have just spent that time with your partner. You've chosen this partner. You've been dating this partner for months now. And now you have this feeling. And I have to understand with myself because I'm experiencing something new. That doesn't mean that the experience of that love has to go away. So for me, it's the challenge of blending those two you know i've never had the experience that i had with you know as on that recent travel and and seeing what i saw and having those different experiences and now it's you know that world does exist but then you also have this world that you've been building and you're working out how do you merge those together Mm -hmm. and it's fighting that energy of wanting to be like okay i just want to be a free woman and I do care about him deeply and it's not the intention, Mm -hmm. but it's teaching me to learn how to love and stay, stay and fight for that relationship. And it's Mm -hmm. a new space that I am not familiar with that territory. Mm -hmm. So it's learning myself and learning those triggers and learning, you know, there are reasons why you've chosen this person. There are reasons why they've chosen you. There are reasons that this person makes you feel in such a way and you want Mm -hmm. to continue feeling that way. Mm -hmm. And when the mindset of, them not being in your life comes around like how do you feel when you think about them not being there so it's it's a new space and it's it can be scary you know exactly it's it's like how do i find it and how do i preserve it and how do i continue to love it like i know Mm -hmm. we're at different points but it's still love and it can Mm -hmm. be challenging in so many respects oh Mm -hmm. yes i mean relationships take work yeah you know being in a relationship takes work. Getting into a relationship takes work. I thought I said that jaded. I thought I said that jaded. It's not that. It's just funny. Um, but like, not just relationships, y'all. Like, I, I also want to touch on like showing love to our friends and our family members, like too. You know, like during this month, like I, you know, you meant we both meant, mentioned it earlier, like saying. I love you more to your mm-hmm. friends and your family because you mentioned like life is short, you know, and you can never say it enough. So mm-hmm. that's one of my intentions too when it comes to welcoming love into my life is just like also giving out more love. Yeah, or just strangers too. Mm-hmm. Like everyone hates small talk, but I really like small talk. Yeah. And I feel well, like some people don't need to be bothered. she's like and that person is me <laughs> yeah. do not talk to me in the streets no, 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 no. it's just like when i okay i smile at everybody and not everyone smiles back and so yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. person doesn't want to be you're right you know that's true you're so right i should take the small talk you know you can show love like yeah you you can smile at someone in the gym you can you know smile at someone at the grocery store yeah Yeah. (laughs) winking is too much smile (laughs) it's a wink this is how we're gonna show love we're gonna wink at everyone wink at five people this week 
That is your challenge podcast. Oh, yeah. oh my <laughs> that's a challenge for the week. Oh god. Do you feel like that is when you is that over excessive to having somebody recognize you or just being kind and being friendly? What what is that? Oh, winking? That's a little excessive. I was just joking. That is too excessive. It's funny, like, but smile. That can be a challenge. Smile at someone. Genuine, worn smile. Five people. Mm -hmm. And see if the conversation grows out of it. And that's like a little love that you get. Yeah. Yeah. And then through all of those interactions, you are sifting and trying to find your person. Ify and Ashley Chanel is off the table. (laughs) I don't mean it that way because why, why I'm saying that is because we're like, when you like, I know, okay, confession again, when I was single, yes, I think I had this insecurity of looking for the eye connection to see if it was prolonged and then maybe oh maybe that person thinks i'm cute or maybe that person might like me so i know that was for me an insecurity not that i'm saying it in that way so it could probably represent something else and Mm -hmm. you know being single and searching for love in a crowd of other single folks it's easy to kind of develop a pick me kind of syndrome a pick me kind of style so Pygmishas. Right. I'm trying to knock her out of me. Pygmishas. It's not okay. Oh, people please are me, but also I can't hold eye contact. So you can't? This, this is something I'm working on. Wait, why is it? Why not? Is that me being shy? shy. No. I think that they're cute. So that's something I actually want to do. I can hold, I can hold eye contact. My problem is like being single now and it's really working on that feeling of like you said, Ify, like that people pleaser in me that like mm-hmm. I'm such a giver, like I have a, like a loving heart and everything. So I'm always going to put myself in like that. But I need to realize like that's not always the case. Like that shouldn't always be the case. Yes. And I need to have better boundaries and learning how to set them and stay firm. And also being single like and getting to know other men also like not I don't want to go out and feel like. Oh, I want you to choose me. Yeah. No, I want to be the chooser. Yes. I want to be the person choosing, like, hmm, I got five people on my rotation. <laughs> I got a pasta, <laughs> and it's feeding me pasta and lapta. I'm, I'm so done. I'm so That's okay. But no, but for real, though, like, I feel like it's, like, so... People who, who do have anxious attachment style, it's, I feel like it's, like, one of the things we just really easily mm-hmm. fall into. And maybe just, as I've shared before, like, just being the oldest sibling too like feeling like yo you have always having to like take care of other people and you're always like constantly giving and And you like giving you know it's yeah you also like it and you just want to once you like the person you want to make them happy you want to give because it also makes you feel good but something i was thinking about earlier is that as much as you want to give you should also like part of that self-love and knowing your own self-worth is that you should you shouldn't they, you should earn that level of you. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't give them that full access Free. so mm-hmm. easily yeah. because they don't know you, you don't know them. And that's like, you know, not to be manipulative or anything, but it's just like they haven't earned that part of you. Your friends that have been there ride or die by your side have earned that. Your family has earned that, but they shouldn't earn that level of giving and it should yeah. just come very slowly. So, you know, that's where it's, you know, the people pleaser in us, the giver in us, the one, the thing that wants to make them happy, we should just like 
kind of slow it mm-hmm. slow it down when you're first getting to know someone. Yeah, so true. But how do you do that when that is like innately a part of you? I try to like this mindset, like when we go out, what I used to, you know, I used to be that girl in college. I'd be like, oh, nobody approached me. Nobody came up to me. me, me, me. <laughs> like, and I'm just like, actually, freaking stop out of it, dude. Like, what the, what's wrong with you? Like, who cares? You should be out here, like, living your life, enjoying them, learning how to be present and being with your friends and, like, being in the moment. And who cares? Like, you're not out here to, like, yes, you want the, you'd be nice. But is that a requirement? Is that really necessary for me to have a good time at this like lounge or when I'm out with my friends and having fun at a concert or wherever we are? No. So how I've been doing it now, having like learned that about myself and learning like, oh, I do have a little, I do have a bit of pygmisha in me and we need to kick her out of here because it's not okay. And it's hindering. It's a hindrance. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) If those of you that listen to Sheer Seven, she coined this term. I didn't coin this term. (laughs) I didn't coin this term. She called it a pick Misha. People that, you know, pick that, they have like, you got to choose me or waiting around, like, you know, like for guys to approach them instead of Trying like, to please them. yeah, and all that. And it's like, no, like, I personally want to be the one to, I want to go out and be, learn how to be present and walk in that confidence, like, walk in that image of myself that's like, I know that I look good and, whoever approaches me or doesn't approach me like it really doesn't matter you know like i just want to i just want to be free of that mindset i want to be free of caring about what other people think i want to be free of i don't care who approaches me who doesn't approach me anyone in general i just want to be free of that mindset and so that's how i'm doing that is i'm when i go out and i'm navigating the dating scene I'm going at it with, I am in the one in control. I, mm-hmm. as Lori Harvey said, just remember you're the prize girl. Yes. That's exactly why you were chosen. Well, why you went on three dates in one week and you, <laughs> you, you went on without intention of meeting anyone and you came back with numbers. Like, seriously. So it's when you, sh- when you have that yeah. energy, like they yeah. recognize that I am you... I am a prize in my own self. I'm not here for you to see me. I see myself. I know I look amazing. I, I, I'm confident. I'm mm-hmm. sexy. I'm grown. I'm doing my thing. And You're whether you up. see me, exactly, whether you see me and you recognize that, that doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Somebody will see and recognize it. And when they come into my space, I'm going to have particular requirements for them, of course. But mm-hmm. nevertheless, it's just a matter of the energy and the vibe that they get. You go all day and it's like, I'm not waiting for somebody to validate my presence here. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like you are your own self. Like it's crazy to think that we are waiting for somebody to think that we That's are this true. awesome person, you know, because... That's part of self-love. Yeah. You, know, who, you think you're awesome. Right. Who are they? Exactly. Who are they to, or the man <laughs> or the woman to feel like their opinion is what's going to define the value that I think of myself. It's also like a lot of work I've done in therapy too because we were with my therapist she's been working on with me is taking people off a pedestal Yeah. and I feel like people when you care so much about what other people think you put their opinions of you on this high pedestal did that a lot with my ex and learning how to like you know take him off the pedestal and all the way down (laughs) all the way down Oh my god, no shame. But it's all with love, okay? Uh, it's all with love. With love. <laughs> Respectfully. It's all with love. Um, but no, for real though, like, so we, we, that's something that we've been working on, like, in my therapy sessions of just taking other people's opinions of me, like, off of a pedestal 
and just thinking of it that way like i literally think of like a ladder like mm. they're up here how they were and then me i'm just like putting the i'm putting myself up first yeah. now yeah, and or what you can do is develop your own like inner persona like i everyone knows i love rihanna so like i embody, i try to embody her so much mm. i just love her confidence i just love how she's just out here she's like i in me accept it or not yeah and i just want to be like that yeah so yeah i just want to i just like i think about her i think about um just you know i just love how she is in the media and everything i love how she's like her confidence has grown on like her music and now she's out here and like in so many different different businesses and like has a family and just living loving life and it's just like i don't know i just love that and i just want to embody my own version of that and what that looks like for me definitely why yeah. not i mean yes. sometimes you just need to have something on your vision board an yeah. aspiration a little thank yeah. you mm -hmm. oh you know you can just get yourself to think of the ideal version of you, mm -hmm. how you show up in a certain way, and somebody can be that. Somebody mm -hmm. can be that role model. There's nothing wrong in that. She's my role model. Yeah. She's a fairer than my role model. <laughs> and obviously, God first, but yeah. <laughs> God first, yeah. 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 So we're, I mean, we're working on self and welcoming, preparing the space for someone special mm -hmm. you know in our lives i'm dating but we all are preparing that space for someone special in our lives you know it's it's my partner right now and possibly future husband however that relationship transforms but it's still an area of my personal heart that i am growing and i'm learning to kind of get ready for them so what are some of the ways do you envision a special someone completing your current self of completeness? I was talking to Ify about it earlier and I told myself like, ooh, what if I like wrote like a love letter to my husband? Like, what would it say? What would it sound like? And I would just be like, hey. Extra wise. Extra wise. Oh my God, I love that just like. Yeah, just like a little love note, like a little voice note or something. Just like, just how when I think about it, I'm just like, just knowing like who I am as a, my personality. Like, mm -hmm. I can be like serious and I can also be very goofy and I'm very playful. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys know, obviously know who I, like me. And then, um, and I just want someone, that, when I think about that, like <laughs> someone that can accept me for, for all all different parts of me, the serious me, the goofy me, the weird me, the quirky me, the nerdy me, yes. and all that. So it's just like, hey, you know, I know I'm a little, I can be a little crazy, I can be a little nerdy, I can be a little quirky, mm -hmm. but I'm really sweet and genuine. And just saying like, you know, I look forward to meeting you, whoever you are, if you're listening to this, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I just know that you're amazing. I manifest you all the time. I pray for you all the time. I pray that God heals you so that you can find your way to me. Um, just stuff like that. So I, really when I think about it like completing me, it's like I know that right now I'm working on myself to be whole because I want to be whole when I meet this person. Mm -hmm. And then when I meet this person, I want them to be whole too. I want them to love themselves because when they love themselves, mm -hmm. then they respect themselves and they'll respect me. They'll be able to come, we'll be able to come together and build and create and work on like whatever vision that God has called us to, to do together, whatever that is. Like we're going, we're, we're excelling, we're building, we're growing, mm -hmm. we're taking each other to the next level. So when I think about that special someone, I think about hubby, that's like, 
that's what I envision for like both of us. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yes. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. I think about it in, I was thinking about this too, and I think about it in a way that I would want, when you think of completing me, like I'm complete in myself, I know my worth, I know myself, I have my routine, I have my schedule, I have my wants. I think of someone that is similar to me, you know, someone that complements my life. You know, if I am a gym rat, which I'm not really, but I'm in the gym a lot more. If I'm going to the gym, I want them to go to the gym. If I like hiking, I'd want us to hike sometimes. I'd want us to travel together. I'd want us to try restaurants together, you know, like not be a picky eater. So that's what I think about complementing um, my life, like my already com- complete life. They have their own complete life. I have my own. And then we kind of just like similar things and we go do them together. You know, I think your partner should be your best friend. And so just like obviously no one, my best friend and me are not the same exact people, but we're best friends because we have the same energy. We have the same vibe. We complement each other. So that's how I think of when I think of a partner that I dream of. <laughs> that's beautiful. It's so easy when you find that special someone that is on the same wavelength as you. You get along so well. You know, that, like as you, bo- you both said, that person can just be the existential body of you. They are you just in another being and you can feel like yourself completely and you can do as you please and not be uncomfortable being in the presence you know you can let your vulnerability show the peanut butter to my jelly yeah exactly 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 because it's so easy to feel like you're with somebody when you're talking about you know how you get shy it's easy to behave in a certain way to like to have that person like you and then you are falling to the routine of love and that relationship and you feel so heavy with the burden that you're not being your truest self because mm-hmm. you've put on this facade that this is the type of way I'm showing up for you in this relationship mm-hmm. and this is the energy that I actually have and I actually want and it's just so hard to be comfortable but once you are aware of you know what you like and what they like and you can merge those worlds together it's so beautiful when you find that special person and yeah. there is limits conflicts in your life because you're not fighting with that person there's not a force that's resisting what you want to do mm-hmm. you're growing together and you know if there are certain things that you like or that person like like for me i want us to have our respective lives you we have our friend yeah. circle you have your family circle we can blend those together mm-hmm. but I don't want you to spend all your time with me. I'm somebody, yes, like yes. Ashley mentioned earlier, when I meet somebody, like I love the initial attention and that love phase and that high that you're on. But after a while, like Chanel needs her personal time. Like Chanel needs her mm-hmm. me time. Mm-hmm. And I want to detach and I want to focus on me. Have a balance. Exactly. So let's have our separate lives. But when we meet together, like it's a blast, it's a bomb. I don't want to be irritated and feel like you can't, be your full self wrong me because mm-hmm. you don't know how I'm going to react. They need to have their own complete life. Yeah, or I'm going well to criticize you. I'm going mm-hmm. to make you feel a certain way. I'm going to make you feel bad for doing the things that you want to do. Or you're going to make me feel bad for pursuing the things that I want to pursue mm-hmm. because you don't want to do it. Like, it has to have some level of good balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. And when it comes to that, you know, like, I think 
when you are open to receiving love and welcoming love into your life, it's also not only a sign of like the fact that you love yourself is because you know that you des you are allowing yourself to welcome what you deserve, yeah. you know, and you're we all deserve love. Yeah. Everybody does. Yeah, we all do. So one of the great ways since we're all well you be if you navigating the dating <laughs> and chanel too these are great things for chanel too but we thought it'd be so fun um there's these like really cute you know dating cards and for those that are like kind of shy like if you mentioned like i can be shy too sometimes you don't really know like what to ask someone on like a first date or you know something to like spike the conversation so we have these like really cool cards from like the tonight's conversation um, they're the essential like first date icebreakers. So we want to like play a fun little game and like choose a card and we're going to answer it. Let's shuffle this a bit, I guess. If I was an alcoholic beverage, which drink would I be and why? <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. I am not an experienced drinker, so I'm lost there. <laughs> but if I was an alcoholic beverage, which drink would I be and why? We should all answer it. I don't know everyone's answer. Okay, okay. I, I'm done. I'm going to be very simple. I'm going to say some coconut rum punch because I'm from the Ooh. Caribbean. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm refreshing and I think I have a spicy personality. Okay. So, that was yeah. good. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, God. I did not want Hmm. Ify, let's hear you. Oh my goodness! I don't. Literally, all I can think of is Smirnoff Ice. <laughs> I, can't, I can't think of anything else because. Okay, think about it. It's really fun uh -huh. with events like where you can just like ice your friends, mm -hmm. and then they have to drink it, and you get them to just like surprise it's your birthday there's like smirnoff ice in the bathroom and they're just surprised <laughs> everywhere and although they're like ah darn but secretly they're happy and they're really nice happy to see you um i don't know if that relates to me at all i just i, I, I like feel like that's your personality you. yeah you know your well, personality not making love you say, ah, darn but no, no, no. <laughs> darn. is the surprise is yeah. the energy like, is like the surprises? thought yeah, yeah. i think yeah. it's the energy giving people energy yes. hype when they say chug chug yeah. chug chug <laughs> that's me that go. is me hype girl that's true yeah. and then also it tastes really good okay um doesn't taste like alcohol which i love so. okay Nice. You'll be making that someday because I haven't tried it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you just buy it. <laughs> oh wow! You see, you lost me on there. Wow. <laughs> you well, you. So you don't want to? Okay. You see, you don't want to treat me. That's what no, I'm. No, I'll make you the special. <laughs> I'll make you a mix. Uh, a mix of Smirnoff ices. That's so <laughs> well, for me, I would be. Everyone knows how much I love wine. I'm a huge. <laughs> I'm a huge wine drinker. But my specialty, my alcoholic beverage of choice would be a, a sangria. Oh. Just because sangrias are, they can be, I feel like they can be, you can drink it at any time of the year, but I know it's like special like in the summertime because it's nice and refreshing. There's wine in there. You could be white wine or red wine, but I prefer mine to be with red wine because I'm a red wine drinker. I love wine. My wine people are like, you're so bougie. And I'm like, mm, well, I don't mind. <laughs> so I like wine. And I love sangrias because, yes, they're refreshing. I feel like I'm refreshing mm -hmm. um, personality. And I'm 
I was born in the summertime, so I love summer. Summer is my favorite hot, like time of the year. Um, and it has a lot of fruit in it, and I love fruit. And I like how you can just like pick it out like once you're done at the bottom and like just munch on like the fruit and it's just I don't know it's a nice like refreshing taste this is so oh, cute she's like bougie refreshing <laughs> you're spicy and fun I'm like chug 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 I'm like ice on the toilet that you see as a surprise personality this is like good so yeah oh, that was dope so yeah. I'm gonna offer Efi to take another card um so oh man this is deep this is not this is, oh, okay yeah. it says tell me about the experience that shaped you the most oh. i need time to think <laughs> that's okay i Take need your time. time to think um was it your six-year relationship was it work was it college for family so family relationship yeah. <laughs> so many things that shape who you are right and so like the most i guess i can only think recently yeah most recently last year was the ending of that six-year relationship that's kind of i guess shaped who the person the adult the woman that i becoming today um yeah i think that was pretty big and i mean it just showed me kind of resilience that you know sometimes when you think things a lot of times that we tend to overestimate how bad we'll feel when things when bad things happen you know if you, when in the past you're like if i fail this test if i you know don't get this job you're like it's going to be the end of the world like everything's going to be bad i'm like if i don't have this relationship i don't even know what i would do but here i am doing i'm living i'm yeah. happy you know what goes up must come down so i feel like that shaped me a lot yeah i mean ending certain things like that can really let you see that there is life ahead because when you're mm -hmm. in them you can see past certain things it's almost your soul vision is the expectation or the life of that relationship but once you are outside of it your eyes There's are so much life to absolutely, live absolutely yeah. And it's just, yeah without limits mm -hmm. yes yeah. Ash, the last, the last card one, is yours. Okay. So if your life was a song, ooh. Oh, <laughs> no, that's ooh if, if your <laughs> life was a song, which song would it be oh, and I why? Oh my God, if my life was a song. Um, let's see. Like oh, this, song. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> it would not be that. Oh my God, if my life was a song, what would it be? On the My Umbrella. No, but my parents, my siblings, my family would be like that. They would actually say that. That's funny you say that because like I sang that song so much growing up. They'd be like, that's Ashley's jam. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, no, I do like that song, but no. <laughs> no, I think what song makes me like really happy is it's definitely a Rihanna song. I'm trying to think which one. Um, I think it's. Oh, it's We Found Love in a Hopeless Place. Aww. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's like, when I hear that, I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just like jamming out in my car all the time. Like, every time it passes, I can't, I can't like not listen to it. Mm -hmm. So, if, but if my life were that song, We Found Love in a Hopeless Place. I think that's kind of beauty to that. It's art. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's art. It's art. I'm curious about yours too, Shada. 
Oh my god. Your life was a song. If my life was a song. I can't even think of any songs right now. So I need right. to go on my Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was your most listened to in 2023? Yeah. Your 2023 wrapped. Oh my god. Guys, I don't have a song. That's sad. You really? need more time to think? Yeah, I do need more time to think. I think biasly because I'm looking at my Spotify list, one song that I liked was um, Monster 2.0 by Jacob Banks. I listened to that a lot last year. What he's talking about in that song is pretty much somebody's being seen as a bad person, but in the reality of their life, they're just trying to be a really good person. Like, you know, they, they life sets so many obstacles in their path and so much intention for ill ill will that that did not throw them down as the people who tossed it their way intended to mm-hmm. and i think for me you know coming from a traumatic marriage and that person intending or not intending i would say but hoping i would fail without their presence in my life and me showing up for myself solely and just knowing that with God, of course, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to survive. I'm going to put my best foot forward. And whatever obstacle will come my way, I think that I will find the strength to overcome it. I think that's what the song says. Oh, way more deep. That is deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you guys like sent it. it to my Spotify. So yeah. I, I'm like, there are so many songs. I like, like I don't know. But yeah. yeah, that one, I really, I like that song a lot. I like that. What yeah. your song be? Um, my song is always going to be Unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield. I love, love that song also when I was growing up. And I feel like I just live my life like that. Like, I love experiences. I have gone outside and felt the rain on my skin and just danced around. And although it sounds very cliche, it's just like, I really have always loved life. And I want to ex- have all the experiences in life. And I feel like... Just going outside and, you know, I love nature and everything. It's, it's a beautiful song and I try to live by that. Yeah, that is lovely. Yes. You had me thinking of that. I used to listen to that a lot when it played on like VH1 mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. That's oh, I miss awesome. VH1, like MTV. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dang, life was so like, I don't know, back then. Simple. Life was just simple. Uncomplicated. Back without when stress. I was a, a child. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how we'll be soothing her, y'all, this week? How will we, how will be, to conclude, obviously, like, these date night cards were amazing, and we highly encourage everyone who are out there dating, you know, February, if you're going on a first date for this month, or you are dating, and you're, you just don't have, like, questions to ask, like, these, these, I know there's a tons of, like, dating cards out there, but these are pretty good, as you heard of, like, say, like, so, if you're looking for date night cards, like, shouting out the tonight's conversation on here, their essential first date icebreaker card deck set is where we pulled from. So it was really nice. But to conclude, like, as we're wrapping up and coming to a close, you know, we really love this girls' night. It's just so fun and, like, yeah. lifeless, you know? So I just wanted to, as we always close our podcast, Evie, we always ask ourselves, like, how we will be soothing her this week. So given everything we've talked about Mm -hmm. and what we're reflecting on going into this new month of February, second month of the year, you know, how will you be soothing her this week? Yeah, this week, I think I will be starting with that solo date and just really like 
you know, embodying myself and self-love and, you know, also we'll smile at five people this week (laughs) and we'll also, you know, tell more people, my family, my friends that I love them. I love you both. Thank you so much for inviting me on this podcast. (laughs) Thank you for coming on. This was so joyful. Thank you so much, ladies. Yeah. Yeah, I I am biased. How I'm gonna be soothing her this week? By the time the week is over, this episode will be released, and I'll be listening to it on repeat. So that's how I'll be soothing her this week. (laughs) Honestly, I swear, like we shared some great nuggets in here, and I'm just excited to kind of listen to it again and listen to it again. Um, A lot of what we shared, that you know, some of the things that I do. I can't honestly say there will be something new and intentional I add, but I would say being more intentional in my self-love. I feel like it happens haphazardly, you know, like, okay, I should put a face mask on. I should take some time for self. This week has been particularly overwhelming with work and it is not the norm so i need to definitely be able to mentally just separate myself and know that okay this is your time chanel this so however it's going to be either the gym either hike um watching your korean drama not doing anything whatever that might look like just know that this is your time Mm -hmm. and honestly take it and not feel guilty about you taking that time for yourself yeah i love that too how i will be soothing her this week is really reflecting on everything that we've said to be honest like we talked about the first month of January just being a lot already. And for me, it was a little overwhelming. <laughs> I'm just like, I need a mental break. <laughs> so how I'll be soothing her is I'll just be reflecting on my experiences, the people that I've met, the days that I've gone on, and just not only that, but just like really continuing on this journey of self-love and recognizing the days where I may not feel like that sometimes. We didn't really touch on it today, but, you know, this past two weeks I've been, like, a little under the weather. So as you probably hear in my voice, it's getting better now from, like, the last episode. I'm healing, taking care of myself. But just, like, getting back into, like, my routine of, like, going into the gym and, like, really loving on myself and, you know, battling those days where you don't feel as confident or feel as, like, your best self all the time. Um, especially when, you know, you are out here dating and things don't like progress and stuff. It is, it's just a part of the game and we just got to continue moving forward. And that's what I'm doing, you know, just continuing, not quitting, not giving up, not being like, I'm done or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But just like recognizing, okay, I need a little bit of a break to like reground myself and then come back and then, you know, continue forward. So that's how I'll be soothing her. It's just continuing to love on Ashley. I like mm-hmm. that a lot. It's the simple things that matter. Mm-hmm. And we would like you to ask, we would like to ask you to also think of the same in your own personal life. How are you choosing yourself? Learning how to receive and give more of love in 2024 and, and beyond, of course. We would welcome your feedback and your insights. So make sure you touch base with us. Our email address is soothing her at gmail.com make sure you're following us on instagram soothing h.e.r that's our instagram handle so we would love to have you touch base with us soothing her community and of course we would like to have your feedback and if there are any stories that you like us to bring on the podcast we would like to hear your love stories as well how are you healing in this journey how are you loving self how are you loving family friends your partner 
So keep us in your intentions and keep you in your thoughts as well. And of course, a special thank you to Ify, our first Yay. guest. Woo-hoo. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and you I know just so much <laughs> just be willing to come and like join on the conversation and heal with us. Like thank you so so much. Sending so much light and love to your love journey. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. I'm excited. You'll be back on sharing us this beautiful story, I am sure. So yeah. I'm sending all this energy to your way, both of you. <laughs> our way, actually. Our way. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Until next time, Sudan Hair Community, thank you so much again. Thank you, everyone. I'll see you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>